Hello, my name is Kristen and I am obsessed with all things play-based and child-led learning. Truly obsessed. I am here to help you navigate the messy and the magical on your journey to a play-based program. It is truly magical on the other side and I want you to feel each day what I feel when I walk into my classroom. I am the homeschool mama to four. I'm the founder of a play and nature-based preschool and forest school and I am here to cheer you on. I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's get going. What does a daily schedule look like in a play-based program? I get asked this question so often. I think it's one of the number one questions that I get asked. And I think that the reason that this is so asked is because I believe that we have our own subconscious and conscious beliefs about what a school day, air quotes, school day should look like, even if that school day was meant for 10-year-olds or 12-year-olds or 15-year-olds. We tend to bring it all the way down to early childhood because we want to be seen as real professionals and real teachers. Again, air quotes. Because we are real professionals and we are real teachers. It's just that the societal construct of a of an early childhood educator in the United States at least is seen as mm, not on the same playing field as a as a K through 12 educator. So we have adopted a daily schedule that controls children in our early childhood programs because that is what happens in elementary school and high school, junior high. That is what we were brought up in. That is what our own children's experience probably is. So that is just the norm that has taken over our, the lives of our itty-bittiest, tiniest people. We feel guilty if we don't have all the things planned. We feel guilty if we don't have a schedule similar to the teacher down the hall. We feel like we have to be doing something all the time with the children in order to be seen as real teachers, actual teachers. So this leads to a lot of questions about what a schedule looks like in a play-based program. What our daily routine looks like because it feels a bit out of control to allow children to play, to learn. So I'm going to go through a typical day, what a typical day looks like in our play-based nature preschool. We serve children ages 3 to 5 in our program. We have part-time children that are Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday. And we have full-time children that are there year-round Monday through Friday. We have half-day children who stay until 1130, and we also have children who stay all the way up until 515. We serve about 38 families right now and have four full-time teachers and one part-time teacher. We are generally all in one giant big space in a usual year, but with COVID, we have had to do a little bit of (laughs) rearranging and we had to split our room into two rooms, serving part-time kiddos on one side and full-time kiddos on the other side. So here we go. This is what a typical day looks like in our preschool program. And it is very weather dependent and it is also COVID dependent right now. So we open at 7.15 a.m. And children arrive anywhere from 7.15 to 8.15. So there's about an hour of welcoming children in. 
at any given time, right now, we have could have in the space up to uh, 28 children total in the two different spaces. They trickle in during that hour of time, and we have one teacher stationed at the door that gives a big warm welcome to the families as they come in. I like to call it a Walt Disney welcome because I want each family to feel like they are valued and a part of our community. So when they come in, it's, oh, like I've been waiting. I've been waiting for you to show up this morning. And it's having conversation with the parents if there's time, if there's opportunity to do that and also checking in with each child via a daily check-in so one way that we can kind of be able to have one little bit of one-on-one time with each child is when they come in there's an activity that they can do it's not required they are not forced to do it but generally they're pretty fun and the kids want to take part we also differentiate usually with different levels of understanding and different developmental levels, and different learning styles. So a typical check-in might look like um, we have like a big cauldron around Halloween time, and we fill it with water, and we'll put a whole bunch of like eyeballs and plastic spiders in there, and we'll dye the, the water purple and put some glitter in it, and then we put a spoon like with holes in it in there, and the children have to scoop out a scoop of witch's brew, and they put it in a bowl, and then they have to count how many spiders they have or how many eyeballs they have. And if we want to differentiate for children who are a little bit older, a little bit more ready, or a little bit more developmentally advanced, we would ask questions like, which one do you have more of or which one do you have less of? How many do you have all together? Questions like that. So that is the morning check-in, and we have a variety of morning check-in ideas. Like we kind of – we actually keep have kept track over the last few years, so we have like a giant list that we pull from when we need ideas. So that's check-in. And then the children are free to go and play, and they are free to play anywhere in the room with anything they choose. Nothing is off limits. It's all available, and that's indoor free play. So we need to chat about what free play is. And if you actually go back to one of the very first episodes, episode one, I believe it is, we talk about what play is, and... During that time, play is, for the children, self-chosen and self-directed. It is uninterrupted by teachers, and teachers only engage with the children when they are asked. I shouldn't say that. Teachers only engage in play with the children when they are asked and invited in to play. That could look like a game. That could look like playing bingo. That could look like building blocks on the floor and teachers are generally invited in and we will we will engage in play when when we are needed and usually that's a lot more at the beginning of the school year or at the beginning of a summer session and it trickles down usually about January February when children are a lot more comfortable in the space and with the people there so free play self-chosen self-directed play and we free play usually around until around 9:30 to 10 
And also during that free play time, we have open snack, it's called. So children all come at different times, and they all eat breakfast at different times. So their bellies are going to be hungry at different times for snack. So we allow children to eat snack when their tummies tell them that they are hungry. And we usually reserve a table space just for that. So we have snack. We have one teacher stationed at the table for those kids who come and go and have snack. And there's usually somebody at the table for a full hour, if not a little bit more, for snack, for open snack. Then between 9.30 and 10, and this is depending on the weather, we clean up. So we give a five-minute warning for cleanup time. And then the teachers, and I also have a whole episode on cleanup time, the teachers then furiously, after that five-minute is warning is done, we like take turns going to the bathroom really fast, and then we furiously clean up as much as we can in that five minutes. And sometimes it stretches out to eight minutes, but between those five and eight minutes, we clean up as much as we can get cleaned up between the teachers because it'll just like save so much time during cleanup time and it gives the children a little bit less overwhelm. And that's the other thing is we generally don't make children put things away when they're done with them. They can kind of just leave and go to the next space. And if a teacher during that free play time isn't needed by a child or a group of children um, and they are not in like observation mode, They will see things that are maybe in the way that nobody's playing with at the current time and kind of work to put those things away. So that's how we run things. I know other programs run things differently. So then we do cleanup time with the children. And if you want to learn more about that, you can look for the podcast on cleanup time. And then we transition into a what we call a transitional circle time. So we split our groups up into developmental levels and we do a short transitional circle time between the indoor play and the outdoor play. And the transitional circle time looks like reading a story. It looks like singing songs together, doing movement, playing a game. And again, this is not required of the children. If a child is not feeling it, They can go do a puzzle or they can look at a book on the couch until we are done with the activity that we're doing. Usually it's pretty engaging and kids want to take part, but sometimes a child's just not feeling it and that is completely okay. That transitional circle time usually only lasts between 10 and 15 minutes and children are not required to sit crisscross applesauce. They are not required to sit in a certain way, in a certain spot. They can... They can sit how they want and how is what in what in which way is comfortable for their own bodies. After circle time, we do bathrooming, so we're getting ready to go outside. Uh, after bathroom, we head outdoors, and we have a giant outdoor classroom, and it's about one acre in size. It's all fenced in, and it's a nature playscape. So it's all natural, not all natural. It's A natural play space, lots of grass, lots of plants. There are no big um, jungle gyms or swing sets or commercial playground equipment in our outdoor play space. So we have outdoor play. 
until 11.45. And that is all, again, self-chosen, self-directed, play outside. And the teachers are there to just watch over everything. And generally, the teachers aren't as needed outdoors as they are indoors. So we are a lot more able to do a lot of observation and documentation of things that are happening outside. We do, we bring our art outside, we bring science activities outside, we bring books outside, we bring drawing and coloring and paper, and we generally can do anything we do inside, outside, except for in the extreme colds of winter. We live in Minnesota, in the United States, and it can be really cold here. In fact, in the winter, there are times when our winters are colder than Antarctica's weather. So it's it can get pretty cold here. So we do outdoor play usually until about 11.45 a.m. And our half-day kids leave from outside at 11.30 a.m. So at 11.45, we gather everybody up outside and we maybe do a story outside. Or if it's really cold and cheeks are red, then we'll head inside and we'll do a story inside as we get prepped for lunch. Then we have lunch around noon. And children bring their own lunches to our program and um, everybody eats lunch together. And then after lunch, they grab books or puzzles, um, something kind of more quiet. And they head off into little groups around their cots and they'll read together, look at pictures of books. They'll do puzzles together. And until it's time for everybody to lay down for rest time, which is usually about 1 o'clock. And then rest time lasts until 1.30 and anybody who is... And this is loosely, like, I'm I'm not, we do not abide by a strict, it's one o'clock, you have to lay down. It's just our routine, and if some things, sometimes we're a half an hour off, and it's fine. It is fine. So rest time usually starts around 1, give or take, and lasts till about 1.30, give or take. And anybody who is not sleeping is then allowed to get up off their cot and they go outside. And they are outside until the rest of the day, weather depending. If it's cold, cold, cold out and you can't be outside for the rest of the day, then they will come back inside and do free playback indoors until the end of the day. Then we have kids who end up leaving about three o'clock is one of our pickup times. And then everybody else, they are able to stay up until 5.15. And it's all free play from there on out. So that is a typical day in our program. And a typical a typical schedule, a typical routine for us. Again, the, the times are not strict. They, are, they fluctuate greatly, um, but it's the routine that matters. So I hope that helps. That is what we do in our play-based program. The majority of the day is spent in free play that is self-chosen and self-directed. And again, we all learn through play. Children learn through play. So... We don't have to be scared of them not learning anything because we can't see it tangibly on a worksheet. If you are able to sit back and like be a play detective and really look at what they are doing in play, you will find they are learning so much more in play than if somebody is teaching at them, in front of them. So 
My challenge to you is to let them play as much as you can and take out as many transitions as you possibly can to give children the utmost time to spend in free, uninterrupted playtime. Hey, I need you to do me a huge, 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 huge favor. If you liked listening and you want to be able to hear more, can you please go on to iTunes and leave me a five-star review? I would so appreciate it. And then connect with me on Instagram. It's learning.wild. We'll see you around.